gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Yes, it is music news time. We're talking um, this week about some. It, it's it's actually really continuing on in a very positive trend. I mean, if you if you remove the whole pandemic thing, uh, nightlife and the way that the legislative approach to that uh, in New South Wales and Sydney in particular has been on taking some really really progressive steps this year. Um, starting with the scrapping of the lockout laws for all but Kings Cross. Well, punters got, you know, like about seven hours to enjoy that before we were hit with the pandemic and everything had to shut back down again. But that is something that I think a lot of people might have even kind of forgotten amidst all the noise is that that they're no more apart from King's Cross. Um, That's, you know, I don't really know why. There's plenty of theories. It's funny that went from a no lockout to full lockdown. Yeah, within yeah, a matter yeah. of, of days or weeks, whatever it mat- mattered to me. But yeah. yeah, then from then we saw the New South Wales government had a plan and like a proper thought out, well organised plan. They had like a, a, a bloody pamphlet and stuff like that. <laughs> they had like this, the, the, a 24 hour city. It was all about engaging that nighttime economy that we'd yep. spoken about so much on this show. And there were so many different things that we covered in a previous music news. So you do want to hear all about that. Uh, check out on a podcast. Uh, and look, yeah, it's one of the music news, one of the more recent ones. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they're talking about ne- the neon zones and there's like interconnectedness between these zones. They're talking about shuttles at night. They're talking about turning, you know, streets into dining areas when they're not in heavy use. All of this cool stuff is what um, the council and, this, and the New South Wales government is considering. And what's happened um, over the last week or so is that they've just added another one to this. Now, um, this... In particular, it was called the um, Liquor Amendment. Well, no, I don't know. You don't really want to hear it. It's Liquor Amendment 24-Hour Economy Bill 2020. Um, not really that interesting. But it was led by the Labor opposition and uh, particularly John Graham. He's been very vocal about this over the last however long. He's given yeah, some it, passionate speeches. No real surprise that it was John Graham, the main man leading this. He's, of course, a shadow minister for music and the nighttime economy as well. So a pretty crucial role for all this stuff that we're so passionate about here on Homebrew. Yeah, yeah. So they've led this bill and it was basically aimed at removing some really, really ridiculous, ludicrous, outdated regula- regulations um, that have governed music venues in New South Wales and in Sydney for the longest time. Now, now, when you say ridiculous, it truly is ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous. You might remember there was like a bit of a like a bit of hoo ha about this not long ago, particularly with the disco balls or mirror balls as they're referred to. So, previously, or I don't, uh, yeah, it's been passed now, so I don't think anymore. But they used to have regulations which meant the government could tell pubs what music they could play. They could tell them if only cover bands were allowed. They were allowed to dictate whether or not they could have a disco ball or a mirror ball above the dance floor. They could dictate how many musicians were allowed on stage and which way they should be facing the audience. It's just, it is literally ludicrous and ridiculous what you're talking about. I mean, I, I don't understand what the mirror ball, the dance floor, over a dance floor has to do with anything. I don't understand. No originals here. We only want covers. Like, I don't understand that. Thought. I mean, if you want covers, yeah. fantastic. But if someone wants to try and help in a, a local artist with original music, showcase that. I mean, why? What's restricting them? And even then, it's restricting them getting perhaps a larger audience, a larger band who could bring in more people to the club. Like, say, for example, you've got oh, DZ Death Rays. Let's get them 
at our local pub. I'm not saying that, you know, they'd probably be like, ah, no, guys, come on. No, nah, listen, can, can do a Farnham, you're not welcome. Sorry, mate. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you can try and get someone like that to attract more people to your pub or club, and they're saying no cover bands only. Yeah. Or they're saying bands can only face the stage front on. They cannot look sideways. Yeah, or you can have this many members on. It's it's weird. And and this, these weren't simply examples of like, you know, you'll hear about those outdated laws that no one's bothered to change, but they're not enforced anymore. These were regulations and laws that had numerous cases of them being enforced by regulators. It was just, it's a, it's a perfect example of red tape that is poorly placed. Um, and it was, it was limiting the the nighttime economy, limiting everything. So it was another positive step. What um, it was, it was red tape wrapped around the tape that you're trying to use, but the tape's keeping it shut. It's like if you buy... A, a scissors because you need scissors, but they've got that real thick plastic covering that you need scissors to cut yeah, open. Yeah, those bastards. They'll like, get you. you have to buy two pairs of scissors just so you can open <laughs> one of them. Yeah. It's that's what the red tape was in this situation. It was. It, it was, wasn't it, helping it was anything. It was red tape holding DC death rays out of the cover pub. That's <laughs> what it was. Uh, but they, the New South Wales of a house, they debated it um, and they rushed it through uh, with these provisions, um, and they they allowed. Also, they, they allowed councils to remove similar restrictions for development from development consents, um, which is a bit of a, a sticking point, unfortunately. But that will come back. Graham says he's going to bring that back up in Parliament again. And what he said is until councils are given the power to remove entertainment conditions from development consents, nothing will change on the ground. Now, this, um, if I'm interpreting this correctly, relates to uh, developers uh, having a, a, a being able to dictate kind of the what goes on in terms of entertainment around that and, and it ties into noise complaints. And we've seen a lot of dramas like the very famous Luna Park one where Luna Park were forced to put a curfew on their live music because they got complaints <laughs> from people that moved near Luna Park who is uh, uh, really well known for being a live music venue. Um, Mate, anyway. sound travels across water. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just ridiculous. But we, we had a number of those kind of stupid things and, and we haven't yet seen change in that area. But nonetheless, this is a step in the right direction. Um, this also means that music venues are getting an 80% discount on licensing fees, which is huge, um, and a half-hour extension on their trading hours. Um, they've also establishing special entertainment precincts, and a lot of this is based off the model used for the Fortitude Valley in Brisbane. I haven't been, but I've heard many good things, the valley, uh, as it's referred to. So um, this is where a lot of the framework for this came from. They looked to Queensland, uh, they're doing it better than us, and they, they implemented a lot of that uh, within New South Wales. So... It's good news. On top of the 24-hour plan for the city, on top of the scrapping of the lockout laws, we seem to be getting a far better, like, industry-consulted um, approach and, and a far more, you know, positive approach when it comes to the arts, when it comes to live music and, you know, generally just nighttime entertainment in Sydney. So once uh, we are rid of this filthy virus, we will be able to enjoy our city even better than we did before it, Hopefully. Hopefully. That is hopefully the plan. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. hopefully, 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 hopefully we're hopeful, guys. <laughs> we certainly are.